Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. It's the Guy Jeans Podcast. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, I wanted to thank you guys for listening to the podcast and help making it become successful and helping it grow. When you guys get a chance, uh, make sure to follow the Guy Jeans podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Um, when you follow it, it helps it grow and it's completely appreciated. So thank you very much. I got a cool thing that has just started as well. I started a Patreon page and the Patreon page is uh, patreon.com slash guy jeans podcast. It's patreon.com slash guy jeans podcast. If you put that in your browser. Um, on the Patreon page, you guys can get uh, exclusive audio and professional tips from the guests of the show. I mean, they're exclusive. Um, exclusive audio feed to private Guy Jeans podcasts. Um, exclusive content, behind-the-scenes content. Um, you guys can request different things on the Patreon page. Um, you get to see the show notes, and I'm going to give you guys a shout-out uh, on the podcast as well. So check that out, the Patreon slash guy jeans podcast and become a patron and uh help support the podcast so thank you very much my next guest waylon hanel if you guys are into country music you got to check this guy out waylon hanel man he is an up-and-coming artist he's from michigan he is uh coming up on the charts Um, he's got that uh bakersfield old school sound um, country sound it's it's pretty badass and you guys got to check it out man check it out on waylonhanel.com and check out uh, his music he's got uh, a song that's doing pretty good called new old outlaws and it's being played on the west coast right now as well as in uh, the uk um, he's on the charts which is pretty cool so he's pretty young man he's 21 years old and um, he sounds like he's been doing it a long time man he's an old soul for sure He's a self-taught musician and he's a self-taught singer, um, and his voice is characterized by endearing ability to captivate audiences. The Michigan native has quickly become recognized for his down-to-earth style, bold delivery, and vivid storytelling. Named after country music legend Waylon Jennings, who is one of his biggest musical influences, Hanel is honing his skills to develop a vintage signature style of his own. His music and recordings are a testament to his unique artistic individuality and powerful delivery well beyond his years. In the five short years since Waylon launched his musical career, he has performed and supported acts opening for Uncle Cracker, Trace Atkins, Chris Cagle, L.V. Shane, Tyler Farr, and Jody Messina. Waylon's 2023 tour schedule is fast approaching more than 75 show dates. He released his self-titled EP, Waylon Hano, November 2022, featuring five original tunes, and is poised to introduce his sophomore CD, New Old Outlaws, in June 2023. 
New Old Outlaws Rewind, a re-recording of the original title track is spotlighted as the bonus track and receiving early welcome and applause from country radio stations around the country and its listeners abroad. So without further ado, Waylon Hanel. Waylon, how you doing? Good, how are you, guy? I'm doing really good, man. Thanks for being on my podcast. Oh, of course. Thanks for having me. I was uh, looking forward to this all day and night, man. Awesome. Did you get last night, if I read right? Yeah. Yes, I did. I had a show from 8 to 10. What, what, where did you play at? Uh, it's just a uh, local beer joint in town. I live in Millington, Michigan, so it's called Benny's Beer Hall. Awesome, man. How'd it go? Yeah, it was great. It's, uh, it was the first time playing in my hometown in almost a year, so it was nice to see all the local people. I uh, was looking at your schedule, and you're playing a lot in Michigan. There's a lot of shows going on in Michigan, huh? Yeah. We, uh, you know, I'm from Michigan, Millington, and uh, we just, it was weird. This past two years are really, we were really breaking off. And when I say we, uh, me, mom, and dad, we, uh, we've been breaking out of Michigan, going to like Indiana, Tennessee, Florida, but uh, we do most of our booking and shows in Michigan just to gain fan base, you know? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I get it yeah. for sure. Um, are you planning on going anywhere else, like out to the West coast? And the reason why I say that man is I was listening to your music, which is awesome. I, uh, the sound that you have would just go over so well in the Bakersfield, California area really yeah it's um you, you you know that you've heard of the bakersfield sound you know uh buck yeah. Owen, buck owens and all that you know um merle haggard you know from bakersfield and there's a whole group of thousands of people in bakersfield that love that type of music your type of music and you would be oh. you'd be a hit here man well, cool, man. Yeah, I would have to uh, talk with Ma. Ma's the manager. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was going to be one of my questions. Like, how do you get all these yeah. gigs and stuff, you know? She's my manager, booking agent. Uh, she does all that good stuff. But, uh, yeah, man, I'd have to do some calling around and tell her to get on going out to California. I've never been. I've never visited. You know, I, I sent it to some friends who actually um, do some booking of, like, country artists um out here and have shindigs and stuff like that and um they were just blown away they thought you were awesome man so you might be well, getting good. a call well cool i'm looking <laughs> forward to it <laughs> they bring artists in um into bakersfield um all the time to do shows um and benefits and stuff like that um they even they've even had uh, a lady uh, jody messina out here that you've played with um, looking at your uh, bio and stuff, um, and she's been out playing out here as well. Really? Well, cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Jody's a sweet gal. She's awesome, man. I'm uh, this year at the uh, Birch Run Speedway. I'm going to be opening up for her for the second time. So that's uh, something cool to look forward to. So, how long have you been doing this now? I mean, you're you're 21 years old. So, you have yeah, been doing so it for a while, or? Uh, yeah, quite well. Not too long, to be honest. Uh, yeah. I, the first time I ever pretty much touched a guitar and started playing it, uh, I asked for one for Christmas when I was 15 years old. Mm -hmm. And uh, mom and dad finally broke down and bought me one. And so I taught myself how to play. Never had a lesson or nothing like that. And uh, just taught myself off YouTube and stuff. And uh, anyway, 
I learned how to play Walk the Line. That was my very first song I ever learned how to play. And that's all I wanted to play. Like, that's it. Yeah. But once you get the bug, you start learning more songs and doing some stuff, you know. So, uh-huh. um, are you, are you, so my, what was that? I was going to ask you, do you have a band that you play with, or are you just playing by yourself? Yep, I'm just playing by myself, man. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm op- and I've opened up for all these people by myself as well, or as well, no band or nothing. Uh huh. Is it, is, so, there, is there a plan like to to get a backing band, or are you just going to keep uh, playing, you know, your guitar and up there in front of audiences? Uh, the plan is to get a band when the time comes. Uh, sure. I mean, I don't want to brag or nothing. I'm not, but so far, what I've been doing has been working. Yeah. Um. So I don't really want to change any of that stuff. I have great friends and stuff that I would love to give a call and start something, but I mean a band a band's a lot of work and it's just you got to you got to stay on top of things, you got to stay on top of practice, let them know what uh songs you want to learn. It's mm-hmm. just a lot more than wanting to learn a song and playing it in front of a bunch of people. So uh yeah. Yeah, that's I I get it, man. I have a band myself and were uh, eight pieces and so if you can imagine all those personalities <laughs> you get it yeah for sure so are you are you songwriting as well like some of your your own original tunes yeah yeah i do a little bit of writing as well uh most of the stuff that i've wrote was uh with a hit songwriter named bernie nelson uh he lives down in uh texas and fredericksburg texas and what's cool he lived in nashville for like 30 years man and uh he finally got fed up with it just being just nashville not being like it used to be you know kind of corporate uh-huh. so and the style came in so he got out of there moved to texas and uh started you know writing and doing stuff on the texas chart still traveling back to tennessee and doing his recording and whatnot but a local radio DJ up in Michigan, uh, his name's Dan Richards and his lovely wife, Georgian, uh, they were friends with Bernie and they hooked me up with him saying, we got this young kid out of uh, Michigan. He'd love to come down to Fredericksburg, Texas and write some songs, but yeah, if you don't mind. So we did a weekend at Bernie's and it's not <laughs> like, the movie. it's not like the movie, Yeah. but, uh, what you do, you pay him to, uh, stay with him at his house and you write songs. Well, that first weekend at Bernie's turned into me going down there once a year and writing songs with him for fun. So I'm very fortunate for Dan and Georgian for hooking me up with him and very fortunate for Bernie for even letting me come down there. You know, he could have said, no, I'm busy, but he took the chance and uh, we ended up getting a song that was number 54 on the music row chart in Nashville out of it. Which song is that? It's uh, the EP that I have coming out. It's entitled New Old Outlaws. Yeah. And it's the title track off of that EP, New Old Outlaws. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so we put it out. My uh, team, Music City Media out of uh, Nashville, Tennessee, is my publicist. And uh, they've been working really, really hard for me and all that stuff, getting my name out there, putting me in magazines, uh, getting me podcasts and different uh you know, yeah. radio stations and all that. Yeah. And they got that, they got that song on the chart, man. And for an independent artist for my first debut single, it went to number 54. What's um, that like, man? Was that just amazing? 
it, it was pretty cool. I was I was jumping in the I was jumping in the air, man. When <laughs> awesome. song number eight. That's so I was, cool. I was so happy because that chart goes all the way to a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what's funny? That chart goes all the way to the to a hundred, but only the top eighty are shown. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you looked up the Music Row chart in Nashville, Tennessee, you would see eighty to one. Like, though, that those are the numbers that you'd see. Mm-hmm. And my song came in at eighty, I believe. It didn't even start at a hundred. And I was jumping up and down, like, "Oh my god, I actually did it!" It was so cool. And that song climbed all the way to fifty-four for eleven weeks. It was on there eleven weeks, and it moved up that many uh, uh, steps. Wow, man! So, uh, it was it was energetic, man. So, did you get to hear the song on the radio in your area at all? Yeah, yeah. Um, what was that like? Uh, that it was. It's kind of a weird feeling, man. You feel <laughs> you feel weird. You feel nervous. You feel anxious. I mm-hmm. felt more nervous because you know when you hear your own voice on a recording, you're like, "Ooh, I don't sound good." You know right. what I mean? Yeah. But it was. Uh, it was crazy. That was the day I got the most phone calls in my life. That's an amazing accomplishment, man. Congratulations. It, thank you very much, guy. That's, it was it was it was cool. That song is a great song, man. I want to get into thank that. You. I want to get into that uh songwriting process. So um when you go down to Bernie's and you you guys are sitting there and you're getting ready to to write a song describe that to me like what what it's like in the process and how that all goes down so um songwriting is and i don't know how familiar you are with it but um songwriting is not really what you think it's not like uh it's not really like a job you don't have a set time to go in you punch the clock you do your thing you punch out you go home that's not how it is um now, being with that being said, when I go down there for two weeks, um, I mean, the job is to write songs. That's why I'm there. But um, mainly, you have to have an idea. Uh, there's no song without an idea. So usually, before you write, you have an idea of what you want to say. You have a title. Titles are, like, number one biggest thing you want to have because that title gives you an idea, and the idea expresses words. So when you write, you just, you write what you know, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you tell Bernie, and Bernie's been doing it for over 30 years, 40 years. So he, know, he, just, he knows what words work, what phrases work. So it's awesome to have him on my side and teaching me, kind of putting me under his wing, telling me kind of what to do. So I give him a title or an idea and I'm trying to think my brains out on what I could say in the first verse. And he goes, how does this work? And he says something and I'm like, holy crap, like that sounds <laughs> great, but it doesn't really work with the song. And he just ties it all together. It just, it blends and it flows. Mm-hmm. So that right there is what I'm trying to, you know, learn as I go. But the process is just unbelievable. There's no set time. It's just when you have an idea, you go. And it could take 30 minutes to write. It could take a day to write. It could take 10 years to write. Right. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, when it flows, it flows for sure. Exactly. 
And um, so when you guys are sitting there and he's talking and you're thinking about what to write and everything, how do the, how do you guys pick what chords to use with those words? So it was kind of cool on this last EP or on, or on this upcoming EP, we wrote it a year ago. So I'm, it's weird to think of it being new, yeah. <laughs> um, but the new EP coming out, um, all the melody and the music, um, pretty much I came up with, uh, just, I have, when I write, I always have to have a melody behind it. Mm-hmm. I just, it, I just start playing. And if I like what something sounds like, I just keep going. Uh, I'll maybe throw some different things in there, but just keep going, playing and seeing what I can come up with. And Bernie, he'll go, Hey, keep playing that. I like that groove. And then he sometimes can come up with a verse like that or a chorus, or I could do the same thing. And it just goes from there. So you guys are writing the verse and then does the verse go into something and then like a, almost like a pre-chorus. And then does that go into the actual hook and chorus like that? Are you guys thinking like uh, that? Uh, sometimes it, every song is, you know, some songs start with a chorus. Yeah. You know, don't rock the jukebox by Alan Jackson. That starts with a chorus. Mm-hmm. So, you know, every song's different. It just happens to be that ours start with verses. Yeah. So when you play, let's say you wrote that song and then you go, okay, I'm going to perform this in front of an audience. Um, what, what's the, what's the reaction? Are you nervous going up there and playing it for the first time in front of folks? Or are you, are you telling folks, Hey, I'm, I'm, I wrote a new song. I'm going to play it for you guys. How does that go yeah. down? Yeah. So, I mean, of course you're going to be a little nervous. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because only you know the song, nobody else, everybody's ears are virgin at this point. They've never heard this music, heard these lyrics together. So, of course, you're going to be nervous. You just, you got to believe in it. And if you believe in it and play it like you believe it, most of the time, people will believe you. Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense for sure. So, you know, know, if uh, you see, if you go to a concert and you see the artist having fun, you're having twice as much fun. Right. So are you getting that reaction? Like when you played that song, uh, new old outlaws for the first time, what was the reaction of the crowd? Uh, the reaction was epic, dude. The first, <laughs> awesome. the first time I ever played it ever. It was, I'm not joking. I felt like I was Chris Stapleton. People <laughs> were screaming, going, hell yeah. Oh my God. Like they were literally on fire about it. Yeah. Just like, man, this song is a lot better than I thought it was. I knew it was good, but I was just blown away. Yeah. That's, that must be a really cool feeling, man, seeing everybody it, just digging your song that you wrote, you know? Oh, dude, just to bring people joy, that right there got me. Yeah. Yeah, and it probably feels like when you're, when you're up there playing that you're, you're doing what you love, but it, doesn't, it probably doesn't feel like work, does it? Oh, not at all, dude. Not at all. <laughs> what job can you go to and smile the entire time? <laughs> right. I don't sure. many. Are you playing like, uh, you're playing like every kind of venue there is, um, looking at some of the, the different places that you're playing at? Yeah, I play a little bit of everything. Um, or a little bit 
aware of everything, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've played from the machine shop to a coffee store. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, some of the places that I'm playing now are a little bit bigger venues. Um, like when I say venue, it could be the Capitol Theater or it could be a bar. But the bars that I'm playing now are a uh, bigger capacity of people. Some of them even sell tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm moving up very slowly, but it's a pretty cool feeling to to have behind you. Yeah. Keep doing it, man. And you, you just, you have something. And I, I mean, as soon as I put on the music and listen to your music, I'm like, okay, this guy's got, got it going on for sure. Yeah. Just, well, keep, just keep doing it, man. I will for sure. Yeah. There's another uh, guy I interviewed on my podcast. His name's Kyle Smith. He's a kind of a reggae punk kind of uh, artist, you know? Yeah. And he's doing the same thing, man. And he, he started out uh, very similar to you and started playing. I mean, he plays a ridiculous amount of shows, man, but he's just working hard, you know, just, yeah. go, just going for it and grinding and playing all these cities. He's touring now all over the place, right. All over the U S yeah. and, and whatnot. And he's just working his butt off, man. And he's climbing and climbing and climbing. And, and I'm proud of him, man. He's doing a great job. That's what you got to do, man. Like yeah. if you want it, you got to, it, it's a, it's a crazy thing. I, I don't remember where I heard this, but it was one of the coolest things I've ever heard in my life. And I try to live by it. I'm not trying to be cliche, but I try to live by it. It says, if you want to make it big, act like it. And yeah. I'm not saying act stuck up like a punk. I'm not saying punk, but yeah. you know, like that attitude and just towards people and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, be respectful, but act like, act like you're the shit. If you yeah. want to think about, it. Yeah. you know, get it done. Um, exactly. And the more you act like it, the sooner you're going to be there because you believe in yourself. Awesome. It's crazy. There's a place uh, I was looking at your tour schedule and there's a place called, this is cause I'm, you know, I, I own a, f- a fly fishing store, uh, here in, yeah. in Kernville, California. And, um, so <laughs> I saw the, this place you're playing at the show that you're playing. It's called the Michigan Brown Trout Festival. <laughs> what is that? Okay. <laughs> that's so pretty cool. In, yeah. It's up in Alpena, Michigan. Uh, that's like two and a half, three hours away from us. Uh-huh. Uh, damn near straight North. And I played up there, uh, last year, not at this festival, but at a bar up there or a venue. I forgot where. And uh, they invited me back. They go, hey, we want you to do this festival. Uh, it's called the Brown Trout Festival. I go, ooh, that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want, like, do I get to go fishing or something? She <laughs> goes, well, if you come up early, but we're paying you to play. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So is it like, but, an, uh, is it an opener for their season or something? Uh, I or? believe, I believe so. Yeah, I believe. So. That's one of the things about uh, Michigan. I've heard. I've never been been there is that you guys have some great fishing and hunting in that area and i i've heard through the grapevine that you come from a family of outdoor folks is that right oh yeah michigan's michigan is sportsman paradise man we got (laughs) seriously we we damn near have everything we got elk black bear otters deer everything trout salmon yeah steelhead Uh, we even got sturgeon yeah so is your is your uh, dad is he in the outdoor industry or does stuff with outdoor stuff? 
Oh yeah. I mean, he's, he's a carpenter by trade, uh-huh. but, uh, we're serious hunters. Oh, are uh, you? oh yeah. My favorite thing is taking my compound bow out in the woods and just whack them and stack them. <laughs> awesome. that, that is my favorite thing to do. I mean, if I, if I could do that over music, it would be a very hard decision. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully so, I can be like Ted Nugent one day. What are you hunting? Like what, uh, what, with your bow? Uh, mainly whitetail. Okay. I mean, if a coyote just happens to come through, I might take a shot at him. <laughs> uh-huh. what, what about turkey? Do you ever, you guys have turkeys rolling around in there? Oh yeah. We actually just had a dozen of them in the backyard at the feeder today. Oh, did you really? Oh yeah, they were coming out just you know checking things out. I think the sea. I think spring season's over. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, I've never shot a turkey though. I would. I. I haven't had time this spring to go, and I know that sounds stupid coming from a hunter no. saying I don't. Have- well, you've been busy, but, man. You're working. Exactly. You know, during the week I'm with dad. Uh, you know, hanging board and busting up concrete, mm-hmm. and then on the weekend I'm trying to be whaling handle the singer. <laughs> right on you know uh do you have any uh streams there as well that you fish on by your by your place uh no not too much by my place i mean i guess the, the stream you would say i we fish the flint river a lot okay uh river, rifle river uh we go up to the cuts in quantica sea uh by uh bay by the bay uh-huh. um but uh we live probably about 300 yards from a lake. It's oh. called Murphy. And our property, it's so cool, man. I'm so glad mom and dad bought this house. It's, it's right on state land. And you can walk 300 yards through the state land with no trails, no DNR, nothing, uh, no people. And you can go to that lake. And it is so cool. What's in that lake? Uh. It's mainly just a sport lake. Uh, there's pike. There was muskie in there at one point. Um, no walleye. There's crappie, bluegill. Um, I believe there's rock bass in there. I could be wrong, but I believe there is. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh, catfish, I know for sure. Just just big variety, but mainly the general fish. Are you fishing for those pike at all? Uh, in the, uh, When the water's hard, yes. Oh wow! Awesome, man. That's that's a fish I've never caught before that I want to get, uh, especially on a fly, oh, on a fly. I want to try it, get it on a fly. Oh, I love catching them on tip ups, man. Just yeah. just bring in your fingertips and just it's <laughs> it's cool, man. Awesome. So, what's next for you, man? I mean, what's your schedule going on right now? Where, where so, are you gonna be? Where are you gonna be playing at? Uh, so, I have three big shows coming up this summer. Uh, the first one is in June, I believe. Uh, June is it June sixteenth? I believe it's June sixteenth. Uh, I'm opening up for Mitchell Tenpenny at the uh, Bay City Country Music Festival. Wow! So that's gonna be a lot of fun, man. Um, and then July twenty second uh, at the Ionia uh, County Fair in it's almost in Detroit. Jackson. Oh, Jackson, Michigan. Sorry, I'm, o- I'm opening for Ashley McBride. Wow! Awesome, man. Those are big and shows. Then, oh, yeah. And then there's one more. I'm trying to find the schedule. Here we go. And then, like I said earlier, I'm opening for Jody Messina again at the Birch Run Speedway. And that's uh, September 16th. So what are the audiences are these, of these shows that you're, you're going to be playing at? 
Rough, rowdy rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, how many people? Oh, oh. Well, I mean, when I opened for, uh, when I opened for Travis Tritt at the Bertrand, or uh, not Bertrand, sorry, excuse me, uh, Bay City Country Music Festival last year, there was about 5,000 to 6,000 people at that show. So usually around that range. Uh -huh. um, if it's an inside venue, it's usually a little smaller, maybe 1,500 to 2,000. So when you're walking out there, like you're behind, you're backstage, and you look out there and you see all those people, man, what's going through your mind? Uh, I mean, quite a bit of stuff. Usually I think of things that can go wrong. Uh, <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I, I wear combo boots, like rolling my ankle out, uh, <laughs> right, walking right. out there. Ripping over myself, my strings breaking, dropping my pick. And those are things that I think about. But as soon as I'm in front of the microphone, it, this is literally what I think. If anything goes wrong, I don't give a shit. Awesome. That's great. It's, it's when I'm in front of the microphone singing for people. Because the hard part's over. You're there now. Yeah. And so, so, and so you're, you're up there. You're in... Is, it's basically like a flow probably, huh? Everything just starts flowing and, and working and the crowd's responding and you're, you're in it. I'm exactly, I'm, you can't, I couldn't have said it better. Yeah. And it's like, um, you know, you're seeing all those, those smiling faces looking up at you and just digging your music, man. That must be an amazing feeling. Can you describe that feeling? Yeah, I can't. So the, the one of the coolest feelings, and I will be honest, is seeing like all my family, my little cousins, mm. uh, when they come to my shows, yeah. they're front row. And it's just very cool to see so much support, especially from my family. Um, and, you know, most families are music's not a good career. You need to get a real goddamn job. But <laughs> I, I'm so... <laughs> I'm just so happy <coughs> that I have a family that supports me so much. Like my grandparents, my grandpa Matt and my grandma Deb, my ma or my dad's parents, they went down to Texas for or with us this last time. So it was like a pretty much a family trip. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other thing that makes it you know worthwhile is when I see fans singing along to my original stuff, you know. That's the best. Like that, that right there is what gets me. That's the best, man. Did mm -hmm. you, did you have people or do you have people that say that to you? Like, you know, that's not a, that's not a real job. Um, kind of a, you know, that kind of a vibe, you know, and kind of almost most, like, most, de most like, of the that, time, yeah, go ahead. Most of the time. No. Yeah. Um, because, I play damn near three shows a week, so um, that that's basically my job. You know, I support myself on it. I have a business account, an LLC, so I'm set up. I file my taxes every year, so I'm set up working for myself. Mm -hmm. But there has been a few times. Actually, now that you said it, it actually uh, got brought up two days ago. I was coming home from the girlfriend's house, and I was pulling out of her driveway, and the guys that her dad hired to power wash their deck in the side of their house uh, is a guy who lives in Millington. And I forgot his name. Uh, I might come back to me. But he goes, hey, Waylon, how you doing? I go, not bad. How are you? He goes, you staying busy? I go, yeah, I have a, 
a phone call to get on around two o'clock and then I have a show later today. He goes, well, you've been working? I go, yeah, here and there with dad when he needs me. He goes, so you're playing music full time? I go, yeah. He goes, well, that ain't work. I said, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it kind of is. I mean, you know, if you set up phone calls all day, you're pretty busy. It's a full-time job. Yeah. It just, it's just funny hearing people, well, that's not work. It's, I just, I get a kick out of it. Yeah. They have no idea what it go what goes into it. Um, you know, no, but basically from the, from basically the songwriting to the practicing, to the performance, to the traveling, to the booking, to, you know, doing stuff like this podcast to, you know, interviews on radio stations. They have no clue. They just see the person up there singing and that's it. Exactly. (laughs) The perfect way to describe it, dude. Seriously, it, yeah. the, it's crazy how much little people know about like how much it takes to get one song recorded yeah. from like that writing it, finishing it, getting it recorded. It's just crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. And, and um, you know, musicians are probably some of the hardest working folks out there and they, they don't, you know, get paid very much in the beginning you know, you drive, you know, 200 miles to make 50 bucks, <laughs> and, you know, and, and you lose money coming back, you know, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just part of, uh, what, uh, what musicians do and, and trying to make it out there and have, and have a good time at the same time. Well, like your, like your, uh, the buddy that you mentioned earlier, the, uh, the rock guy, Yeah, I mean, that's what he's doing. He's busting his ass, driving around all over hell. Yeah. Um, to get his name out there. Yeah. And you know, one of these days, some guy is going to appreciate him so much that it, they're going to make a phone call and he might get a shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, that's how quick it can happen. Yeah, for sure. Are you doing all your marketing yourself too? And, and, and like the socials and all that, are you doing that all yourself? Um, we do it most, uh, mostly we do it ourselves, me and Ma. Mm-hmm. Um, we hire, like I mentioned earlier, Music City Media, yeah. one of the, one of the best publicist marketing teams in Nashville. And, uh, we're working with them right now. We're actually about to, uh, enter another six month contract with them, but, uh, nice. they, they handle quite a, quite a bit of our social media, uh-huh. um, mainly what they uh do is um photography uh they they actually it's pr that's what they uh help do what is it in the future like like what do you where do you see yourself in five ten years from now i love answering this question man because i usually this is what i usually say and i'm being dead honest i would like to be financially stable married with uh maybe a couple kids yeah with a house moved out of my mom and dad's <laughs> <laughs> awesome but uh i would really like to see myself landing a recording contract yeah. um with the right label uh, i don't know what that label could be yet mm-hmm. uh hopefully one that doesn't steal from you <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah i've done i've done my research in nashville but uh but that's that's where I'm trying to look for, or going on tour with somebody. I would love to. <laughs> I would love to tour with George Strait and Chris Stapleton right now. You know what? It's going to happen, man. 
I I would hope so. And I'm I'm trying to believe in myself a little bit more because I've I hear so many people say, Waylon, you're gonna make it. Waylon, you're gonna make it. Yeah. And I I want to believe them, but I I don't want to put my head in that space until I see big big things happen. You know, yeah. like of course it's to me. Of course it's big opening for Ashley McBride and Mitchell Tenpenny, but I just I I'm the one thing I can brag about. I have a good head on my shoulders, mm -hmm. and I know that sounds very stupid, but mm -hmm. I I know I do. I come from a great family. Uh, good background. We are very normal people, big hunters. Uh, we're so that's what I can say about that. You know, um, I've, I've told this to other folks too, is that, you know, how, you know, I'm a musician as well. And, you know, how blessed are we as musicians to be able to play in front of people, no matter what size the audience is, you know, just being able to, you know, write songs and put them out there and see people's reactions. I mean, that's a blessing in itself. Don't you think? You're right, man. You're right. Yeah. I mean, that's just the coolest thing ever um, to be able, it doesn't matter for playing, you know, for five people to, you know, 5,000, 10,000 people, man, we're just, we're just doing what we love. Exactly. It, you know, it, I, um, I really want to thank you for being on my podcast and, um, and sharing your story. And, um, you know, I, I can feel it, man. Just keep manifesting those, those, uh, those thoughts and it's going to happen for you, man. Well, thank you very much, guy. I really appreciate it. I've had such a blast talking to you. We need to do this again. Okay. Sounds good, man. I'm, I'm threatening to come out there to Michigan and do some brown trout fishing and steelhead fishing, man. And, uh, Ooh, check it, checking well, that, checking that area out for sure. Yeah. Well, I'll be here with you with a fifth of whiskey waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Well, thanks again, man. I really appreciate it. Um, if you have any, uh, you know, handles you want to uh, say, you know, where to find you, go ahead and do that now if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, so you can find me. I have a website, waylonhanel.com. That's W-A-Y-L-O-N-H-A-N-E-L.com. Uh, you can find, like, uh, my schedules on there, my merch is on there, um, all that kind of good stuff a little bit about me. Um, you can find me on Facebook. It's Waylon Handle Music, the same way I spelled it before. And on Instagram is the same thing, Waylon Handle Music. Um, uh, we post all my my dates, what I do day to day, pretty much. Um, you know, just up to date everything through the uh, through the months and weeks and all that on Facebook and Instagram. So uh, you can find me on all those platforms. And for my music, you can find it on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, wherever you get your music, I'm on there. I've already turned a bunch of people on to it, man, out here in the West. Oh, cool as hell. <laughs> right on. Well, um, hang on. I got a couple more questions I want to ask you, but I'm just going to say bye to you right now on the podcast. Um, so, Waylon, thanks again, buddy. We'll talk soon. Of course, man. Thanks for having me. Okay, bye-bye. Jeans Podcast. <laughs>